Spitting fire in the booth, but I'm not a rapper. Purple Room Recordings, episode 118. Happy Monday if you're listening. Happy Tuesday if you're watching or whenever you're watching. I hope you're having a good time and a nice-ass day. Bro, it's been a really cool week. Last week was really hard. We got adversity, you know, really easy. Get that shit taken care of. It's Monday today as of recording right now, and it's it's a bunch of new possibilities, a bunch of new things you got to do. And whatever it is you got to do, just lock in, focus, remember who the fuck you are, and it'll get done. It's it's as simple as that. All you got to do is keep it simple to yourself. Don't worry about nothing anybody else has got going on as long as you got you and you got those uh, that thing in your chest that beats that stuff. What's that shit called? Blood? As long as you got that, you're alive. And when you're alive, you still got a fighting chance. So don't feel discouraged. It's Monday. I know you get like, I think we're getting an hour less of sleep now, or at least pretty soon that shit's coming up. So you got it. You got this going. So that's really my only word of advice to you. So something that happened over the weekend that I didn't expect. I released that uh, podcast, Rainy, uh, Raining in the West, last week, and I uploaded one of the clips talking about Willie D and his nonsense shenanigans about how he wanted, how he said uh, Kanye's mother committed suicide instead of actually wanting to be there for her son, which is, you know, absolutely blasphemous, but I covered it, I posted it on TikTok, and it actually caught a lot of traction, so much traction that I gained, like, over the amount of followers I need to stream, so this is my first time streaming on TikTok as of right now, which is pretty fucking cool, but... Such again, man, such a weird fucking app, such a powerful app for no reason. It's really sick. So shout out to you guys. You guys kick a lot of ass. I can't believe that happened. Fucking almost five, almost 500 K views. My followers, the likes, all of that shit jumped up to the sky, which is really cool because like it's, you know, it's cool to see where progress will actually take you. So. Something that I actually did want to talk about really quick because I don't want to keep talking about this fucking guy because he has his own life to live. He does his own thing. He obviously beats the own sound of his drum. So let me just real quick. Last thing I'm going to talk about Kanye and then we can move on until he decides to drop Don to two because I'm listening to that. Um, The dude is I think he's cool now. Like he's not posting anymore. I think his account is unlocked on twitter like he's i think he's relatively fine he's in the he's in the care of a family member or at least somebody somebody fucking got him because he's not saying shit no more so he's fine we don't got to worry about him coming out of the woodwork saying anything crazy but you never know keep your head on a fucking swivel when it comes to kanye because you never fucking know when he's gonna pop out and say something stupid but you know he's cool that's um that's nice happy to hear that he's good i guess but Again, man, I'm fucking shocked. I can't believe that 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 thing popped off that fucking fast. I woke up in the morning on Friday when I seen it, it had like 762 views. And I'm like, all right, that's, you know, that's good progress. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, okay, 99 comments. Oh my God, I'm getting flamed or something. Like what? Did I get fucking exposed? Did somebody find one of my fucking pornos or something? Fuck, I got my nudes leaked. Ah, what's happening? And I go on there. And it's like 38k views. I'm like, oh shit! I, f- I start screaming. I'm like, man, what? I go outside. I clean my car. I go about my day. I got a. I had a busy fucking nice fucking Saturday. Went to Oktoberfest. Had a few beers. It's fucking lovely. It was tremendous. Hope to see you. I I think I seen a few of you there. 
but uh you know did that after i'm done cleaning my car it's sitting at like a hundred a hundred k and now i'm wondering like what the fuck is actually going on because it's tripping me out how it keeps jumping and jumping an hour goes by 200k jumps keep going will you like go throughout your whole day it's saturday night now 350 i'm like what the fuck like what's happening here and then i go to the um i go again i look again and then i and on sunday when it was finally starting to slow down i it was sitting at 495k like jesus christ what the fuck man so because of that we're able to the whole goal was to get a thousand followers so I can stream and do more on TikTok. That was the goal, and I got that. And I got that with with that that post, which was pretty nuts. Anyway, um, so you guys don't you guys don't mind if I talk if I if I'm a if I start acting like a fiend right for football. You don't you don't you don't mind if I start scratching my neck and fucking <laughs> give me the good shit, man. You don't mind. All right, good. So the New York the New York Jets, the New York football Jets, bro, went to Lambeau Field and made Aaron Rodgers and, and every Lambeau fan look fucking stupid uh with those ugly ass green and like bright orange, puke orange, um or yellow, whatever the fuck color that is, dog. Um outfit, the nineteen fifties one made them look embarrassing. And that's always been the that's been the running joke with the Packers this like so far in the season, right? Is they can't go over the top, they can't do anything besides like dink and dunk you to death, and their defenses, despite being heavily invested in, they can't do anything, which is nuts because their defense was really, really fucking good last year. But all of a sudden it's trash. Where does that leave us? So everybody's gonna want to blame Matt LaFleur because he's the He's the coach, and then everyone's going to want to blame Aaron, obviously, because he's one of the greatest quarterbacks in the league right now. Two-time MVP, Super Bowl winner, all of these accolades, blah, 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 blah. We already know. We don't need to suck this guy's dick anymore. But the thing that's always going to come back to me, right, is the decision-making that happens in the offseason. What happens there will determine, like, how your season goes. Like, that's just how it is. The Rams... They bought a Super Bowl. They they spent a shit ton of money getting a bunch of free agents. Andrew Whitworth came out of retirement to play. Von Miller wanted to play. They had uh, Odell Beckham. He wanted to play Cam Akers. They didn't really they didn't pay for him, but guy, I, I no one talks about that. He recovered from an ACL tear in six months. How the fuck do you do that? Six months an ACL tear and this guy's just okay. No, that's crazy. So he's good. And they, they go to the Super Bowl, they win, and then now Von Miller's gone. Beckham is, I'm pretty sure he's not going to play there anymore. And Whitworth is gone. Their offensive line is just riddled with injury. It seems like they're, they can't, if the team has a good pass rush or even like a competent de- defense, they're not going to win. Just bracket Cooper Cup and then everybody else is a fucking whatever, I guess. So they bought a Super Bowl with all of their draft picks, which is fine. I have I think it was fucking worth it. They could suck for the next 2 years they won a Super Bowl. They won a Super won the fucking Super Bowl like it, you know what I mean? Like fuck, I guess. Now, obviously they want to keep winning, which is why they you know a lot of the frustration is happening right now with them. But what I'm saying with the Packers is in the offseason, I already I think we all knew like when DeVonte Adams left, it's like 
well, that's literally 80% of your offense. And then they, they traded Zadarius Smith. It's like, okay, so you're going to get rid of one of the, one of the core leaders in that, in that locker room. Like, that's not smart. You know, you can't keep everybody, but I, I, I feel like I would have kept Z and got rid of Preston only because Z was way more consistent in terms of pass rushing, but they didn't want to take that chance because he got a back injury. Bro is doing really good for the Vikings, by the way. So I hope they feel stupid about that, but I digress. Uh, you bring in, you need a wide receiver. Like that was just something that was a, a, a desperate need for them, right? So what the fuck did they do? They get Sammy Watkins. Yeah, Sammy Watkins, the guy that can't stay healthy for more than four games. And guess where he is? On IR. <laughs> like, did you really think he was going to play a whole season? Fuck no. Week one, week two, Sammy Watkins, gas. That motherfucker, he still got it. He's still a really, he's still a fourth overall pick. Guy is still good. He just, I don't know what it is about him. It's just his body broke down at the wrong time or he didn't take too, he didn't take too care of his body in the beginning of his season or the beginning of his career. And now it's like he's playing catch up with it. I don't know what it is. I don't know why he always has these up these upcoming residual injuries that are always the same. It's always his hamstring or it's his pec or it's fucking both of his hamstrings or I don't know, man, his fucking toe, his baby mama's calling him, telling him he needs milk, like whatever the fuck is going on with that guy. It's always, it's always something. And that's the thing that I don't really get about him. So you got that guy knowing his history. Then you got Christian Watson. Christian Watson is actually like really, he's a pretty dynamic player. If you give him a shot, he dropped one pass the very first play of the Vikings game in week one and they just never went over the top with him again they just give him the they give him the ball on jet sweeps they don't even throw they don't even throw it to him down the field they don't trust Aaron doesn't trust him that much and that's a that's where the problem is right there like that's where the bullshit starts right if you're not even willing to give somebody a a shot then what the fuck did you get him for why'd you get him you spent two you spent both of your first round picks on defense and one of the guys is a rotational pick, and the other dude is pretty good. But if you're just going to develop a D lineman, why the why would you? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you should have just got the wideout, whoever the fuck it was, and then find a, a D lineman or an O lineman in the later rounds. But they got a really good deal for Devontae Wyatt, so I'm not too pre- I'm not too pressed about it, but. It's not looking good. Romeo Dobbs is cool, but he can't do it alone. Can't do it all. Alan Lazard is good. Can't do it all. Randall Cobb is good. Can't do it all. Like, it's it's really fucking. And then, the oh, my God, the Packers running game is so good, too, and they don't choose, and they don't run the ball. You know who did run the ball? The Jets. Them motherfuckers came to play. Robert, when they played him, I called it, like, as somebody that roots for the Packers the majority of the time, straight up fan. I knew that that game was I didn't know it was I didn't know it was going to be that one-sided, but I knew the Packers were going to lose. Robert Sala was the defensive coordinator for the 49ers in 2019 when they won that when they uh won that NFC Championship game in in Santa Clara. He was the one that put put together that defensive scheme that just ruined Aaron's life, and he ran that same thing. He did a mixture of what Tampa did in the NFC Championship game in 2020 and what they did in 2019 just rush for you sent you you show a few mug pressures but you're rushing for like most of the time you mix it up 
And then on the back end, everybody's covering. You've got two really, really good corners. Your safeties are great. Your linebackers are good. Everybody's ready to hunt. And they didn't run the ball enough. Didn't or the Packers didn't run the ball. Didn't really throw the ball. Didn't really do anything. Our offensive linemen, it was they got replaced with a bunch of marshmallow men. It was crazy. Like nobody was doing their fucking job. It was insane, bro. And you know, it's and that's the thing. Since Green Bay is such a legendary organization, everybody's going to want to point the finger and say, like, who needs to get fired? Who should be paying for this? Because there's no reason why the Packers should be. It's like, bro, they lost 80% of their offense in the offseason with one guy just, bye, off to fucking Las Vegas. That was 80% of their offense. So they can't go over the top anymore, or at least they're not trying to. Let's put it that way, because they have two dudes that can really do it. And when those both when both of those guys were active, they weren't even fucking doing it at the begin with. So it's like, I guess, sure, fine. So who is who is to blame? It's lack of personnel. It's not Matt Lafleur. I mean, it, uh, maybe it might a little bit might it might be, but it's not Aaron. It's just the dudes on off. There's too many new guys on offense, and you're holding them to the expectation of where they were last year. And it's not that they you know. They don't want. They know like Romeo's not going to be Devonte overnight. They know Christian's not going to be Devonte overnight. They know that. This is all information that we've been saying since the beginning of the fucking season. The problem is how they're not being consistent with the ball, with you know timing or knowing the play, and that's perfectly fine too. But because they should have factored that into their game plan, why the fuck are you going to get like if you're going to add a veteran to that room? Why would it be Sammy? Watkins bro cannot stay healthy for his life why would you get him anybody else trade for a guy anyone else bro anyone else but anyway the fucking Chiefs and the Bills that is that those are the two best quarterbacks in the NFL right now that is fucking good good football amazing win for the Bills that was crazy the game plan they came in was good it was simple. It was great. I didn't get to watch that game through and through. I watched like the first half and then the second half I didn't get to watch. But Patrick Mahomes, God damn, jo- Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Those are going to be the new like Tom Brady. That's the new Tom Brady, Peyton Manning type shit right there. Both of those dudes are so dynamic. And they, Andy Reid, I, I don't know what the Bills head coach's name is but i know i've fuck it's why is it slipping me right now not sure what it is but he's really he's obviously a fucking monster and they von miller going crazy i cannot believe the bills won that game because the 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 chiefs what they're known for is coming back from a deficit and they had them pretty pinned in the first half of the game so for the bills to pull that one out in arrowhead was good shit man Eagles are still the best team in the NFL. Just checking to see if y'all still them boys. I got any Cowboys fans in chat, bro? <laughs> I fucking dude, the Cowboys are the Cowboys are a good team. Wow, I didn't think I'd be able to say that. Motherfuckers got a pass rush. That's crazy. Micah Parsons, bro. Oh my fucking god, huh? Look at that guy. <laughs> that guy is crazy. You know who else is really good? Saquon Barkley. Great, great football players. There's a lot of on Sunday, there was a lot of shit football, like the Jets and the, the Jets-Packers game was shit football. The Bears, 
Commanders was shit football, just two wet noodle ass teams. The Geno Smith dealing in um in Seattle, huh? He's better than expected, but again, like guy was a wasn't Geno Smith the first round pick, second round pick? We already knew he was good. He just needed an opportunity, and he got it. And look at him, Baba Booey, making Kyler Murray look like a little boy, little boy. He's out here looking. He's out here trying to scamper around that that fucking cartoon. That's that's every time Kyler Murray runs, bro. That's all I hear. It's just that fucking cartoon ass just running sound, and you know. Good football team, man. The the NFC West still a good conference. The the 49ers lost to the to the Falcons. Couldn't believe that. I mean, you know, they got a lot of high power shit on offense for the Falcons. They always do. The Falcons will they will stay having good offensive pieces, but I don't know, like they'll just come up short in games that they that they're predicted not to win and then the games that they're supposed to win, they they always just fucking disappoint like it'll be 21 to 3 and they'll somehow just fucking lose to tom brady in the super bowl and then wonder oh what happened like uh, i don't i don't know what happened Uh, i guess uh we're just gonna have to go back to the drawing board and never go to the fucking playoffs again you know and then yeah the the Bengals played the the saints who won that game the saints saints it the saints did cool that that team is doing a lot better than expected too. The Saints are actually a little better than advertised this year, given the fact that they're they have to use Jameis Winston as a quarterback. The Jameis Winston, uh, fucking, what is his name, bro? The white boy that's really good at football, super athletic. Him too, and then Alvin Kamara, Chris Olave. That's a guy that the Packers could have got. Chris Olave, they actually talked to him uh, during the or before they were talking to him when you can go like look at someone's combine and it seemed like they were interested in getting him, didn't get him though you know, you know, what are you gonna do so yeah um, the losers of this week victory Monday, like if your NFL team won congratulations, it must feel good Um, I would imagine that all of the the teams that lost are having like really big sit downs today, like because it's week we're going we're going to go into week seven this week, this upcoming week, and a lot of adjustments have to be made for a lot of teams. And if you're not willing to make those adjustments now, the rest of the season is not going to be fucking good for you. So I'm gonna assume that everybody's gonna want to put their best foot forward on this one and genuinely like come together and think where can we get better. What the fuck have we been doing wrong? Why are teams attacking us this way? And what can we do to make sure that we can not only do better as a football team and maintain that standard, but actually like win games? There's a few teams in the league that are doing that right now. The Packers are like number one, obviously, coming off of three back, three back to back to back 13 win seasons. They got to figure something out. Um,. The fucking Giants are five and one. What the fuck? <laughs> anyway, um, who's another team that's the Commanders? But I mean, I never really thought that the Commanders were gonna do all that good. Anyway, I feel like the uh, the Cardinals are in that spot too. They're what two and they're two and three, two and three right now. Two and three, three and three, two and four. I think they're two and four. 
they have everything on offense that would make a good like make a good attack the guys that they traded away weren't necessarily like core contributors to their offense anyway Kenyon drake christian kirk you know those guys are gone but their offense is still really good they got marquise brown they've always had a good running game their offensive line is solid good dudes on the perimeter kyler fucking murray Cliff Kingsbury as the offensive coordinator, and it's interesting to hear that people aren't really big on him anymore either. They think that he should. They're thinking, or like media standpoint, like I don't know about anybody in the in the office. I ain't got no connects like that, not yet at least. I don't have any connects in the NFL, not yet, not yet at least. We're getting there. Just I'm just just hang on with me. We're getting there, but as far as Cliff Kingsbury goes, I think he's he schemes the game right. Like he'll get dudes open. He knows what. He knows the strengths and weaknesses of Kyler. He knows what their offensive line can do. He knows how to go down the football field with with what he has because he's got a lot at his disposal. I think the issue is they're looking at the film from last year and what the 49ers, not 49ers, yeah, what the, no, 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 not the 49ers, the Rams, what the Rams did to them in in the wild card weekend. And they used, they used that as a blueprint for how to strike that team down. And so far it's been working pretty well. Keep him in the pocket, bracket his main targets, make sure that he can't throw down the field because the motherfucker's got an arm. When they get Dev- uh, Devondre, when they get uh, DeAndre, DeAndre Campbell, what the f- D-Hop, when they get D-Hop back, their offense is going to go from like subpar to really good in the like in the blink of an eye. So, you know, we don't have to worry too much about them. The one I would say the one team that you should really like keep an eye on and bet on because I'm in a state where I can't really bet on games good because I'd be making dummy money if I could bet on if I could bet like real cash on NFL on NFL games I'd be ooh goddamn I'd be in the money but you know California vote vote yes on no vote no on on prop twenty nine prop or something I, I i fuck what if i said the wrong prop bro and it's like the fucking dialysis one <laughs> no whatever one is saying uh that you should vote in california vote vote on that one say yes because we want our money but if you are in a state that can bet football games personally like if i'm just going to give you a word of advice the team that's usually not scoring a lot of points is usually the team that you shouldn't bet on. Box scores don't count, even those people, even though like they're important to show like what the team is capable of, and you can cover the spread. When you look at a box score, when it comes to just winning and losing, the team that doesn't put up points is usually the team you don't want to put your money on. Like that's why I bet on the Jets, right? They have guys that are they have what fourteen? They had eight receivers that have over. 50 yards or some shit they're they're throwing the ball to guys which is you know that's obviously going to help they have Brees hall they're really good running back their offensive line is pretty good their defense is getting after people we already knew that that was going to happen though so going into that game i'm like the packers defense is good their special teams is good their offense is trash so there's no way that they're going to win this game if their offense was even a little competent i would have been like Worst case scenario, it's like 23-23, fourth quarter, Packers score a touchdown, they win 30-23, to you know, game over. But because they haven't been scoring, it's like they're they're allergic to touchdowns or something. So, gone. Can't do anything about it. And, uh, yeah, that's my um, 
I guess that's that's I'm done. Not no more football. No more football. Most of you don't come here for football, but I had to get that off my chest today. Felt good, bitch. So eat my ass. Do who do you have that? Speaking of speaking of ass, do do any of you have that one person in your life that's just constantly on that perk thirty watt combo? Like let me let me explain. Like they're just you. Okay, it's Monday. It's Monday morning. It's what time is it right now? It's nine twenty six a.m. as of recording of this and as of me streaming on Talk Tick TikTok right now. And there is this like one of my neighbors. I kid you fucking not. This guy will he will cause the most noise starting from like four a.m. four a.m. He has to drag this heavy ass beach chair onto his concrete drive-in driveway i swear to christ i'm not kidding he does this at least four times a week and he'll wake me up every time it's like the sound you know the sound of of heavy metal scraping against concrete at 4 30 a.m it's like oh the fuck like and then you wake i i roll down my window and i'm like is this fucking guy serious and i see him and he's fucking just dragging the shit along and i'm like bro you're you're not what's happening bro you all right that fucking that fucking perky got him hot in his house he had to go outside and lay down or something bro in the cool air and then he'll I'm not kidding when I say this shit, man. Like, he'll go outside, he'll roll that shit out, and then he'll get blankets, and he'll just sleep out there. Live your best life, but you got to drag it, Duke. You got to drag that motherfucker out. Come on, man. Like, people are trying to sleep. Your parents in the house trying to sleep. He lives in between, on the on the left, it's the, the house on the left is a, a, a nice family, and then the house on the right is a is a, a elderly married couple and then you have me across the street and then on the side of us is another like elderly married couple and then on the side of on the on my right side is another um another like beautiful family or whatever so everybody can hear this shit the neighborhood is always quiet so if somebody's making just the bit amount of noise that's a little too loud we all hear it. Like sometimes we'll get, I was going to say we'll get lucky. Like drama will happen in the fucking city or drama will happen in the, in the, in the area. And you'll just hear that shit. Like it's clear as day. Like I was taking a shower once and I hear this girl saying, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> fuck you, nigga. Your dick small. I can't believe you cheated on me with that bitch. I should have never let you hit again. And he was like, why are you, why are you talking so loud? And he's like, because you a bitch, you a hoe. I'm like, Get him, get him, sis. Like if he's if he's really being a hoe at six thirty a.m., then sh- I, I guess you do deserve to yell at him. Or uh, uh, when I first moved, I told this story a long time ago, but goddamn, it still has a lasting impression on me, and my head is like permanently on a swivel because of it. When I first moved into this house, outside my window, it was two a.m., dead asleep. I hear like really, you know, the sound of loud music in a car. It's right outside my window, and I'm like, okay, you know, that's normal. And I hear a guy, like, yelling, and I'm like, okay, that's, I guess. I just got done. I, I lived in the hood for, like, six years, came to this area. So I'm I'm pretty used to hearing, like, wild shit all the time or whatever the fuck is going on. And, you know, it's like, okay, I'm just going to go back to sleep. He's not really, you know, 
nothing's really happening. And then I hear the car door open. And then when the car door opens, you know, like all of that sound is now like outside. So I hear him like, like screaming at somebody. And then I hear a bunch of like someone getting smacked. And then I hear a woman screaming at the top of her fucking lungs. And now I'm like, okay. And then now I'm fully awake and I run to my window and this guy is beating this woman's ass. Like, and he's, it was the craziest fucking thing because it's like, how did this escalate? Why in front of my house? Like right in front of my escalate outside and shit. I'm like, fuck is going on here? So I look outside. I'm like, you piece of shit. Fuck you, bitch. And then he hears, he hears me. I don't know how the, how or why he would have thought that he would have gotten away with that. Like, first of all, there's absolutely no discretion with what you're doing whatsoever. We can, we heard all that shit. There's no way I was the only person that he woke up. We heard, I heard everything the moment he pulled up. Like I heard his car smash into the driveway. Don't know why he's in my driveway or driveway. Um, like, right, like, he's in my, he's, he's blocking my driveway. Like, I don't know why he decided to park right there. I can hear that shit. So I heard his, when someone slams on their brakes too fucking hard, heard that, woke up, heard the fucking music. Like, now I'm, like, sitting up in my bed. And then when he starts yelling, I'm already at my, my window. And he starts beating her, and she, she, like, drops out of the car. He skirts off, and I'm about to, like, I tell her, I'm like, hey, do you want, like, the fuck is going on here? Like, do you want to call the police? Like, what do you want to do? Are you okay? Are you hurt? And before I can even, like, get all of, I didn't even get the chance to say all of that. Before all of that happens, she's already running down the street for that, for the car. And I'm just looking in disbelief, like, this guy, this guy, like, protecting your abuser is a syndrome, people. It is never okay. To let something like that happen. I don't know their story. I don't know who she was. I don't know. Who, fuck him. That guy. There's no. There's no. Uh, there's no protecting him. That guy's a piece of shit. But I don't know. You know what's going on. Little baby's life. I hope they got it together. I really don't fucking know because every so often, like relatively often, like they pop out and do something else. Like um, not too long ago, they the dude that was driving that car. They actually live like relatively close, which is like really fucking scary. But he he ran from the end of the street to the end of the other end of the street. And he like crossed. He ran through my uh my lawn and he just ran. And then the the the, the, the fucking girl, the same girl. I didn't know who the guy was because off rip, like when I, I didn't get to see him the night that all that happened. But I knew exactly who the girl looked like, what she looked like. She was chasing right after him. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? Like as grown, grown ass people, bro, you guys are doing this shit. And then I seen she ran away from him at Eastridge. The there's a mall right, right here on the east side. I'm like, what the fuck? Like you guys are grown as fuck still acting like children man what ain't ain't no way ain't no fucking way this is why i'm afraid to fall in love ladies and gentlemen because of shit like this if it'll if this is what it'll it'll do to you keep it away from me please i can't i can't i can't do it i can't i'm sorry there's no fucking shot that i'd be able to handle no bullshit like that i've been in enough fucked up relationships to know that i don't want another one may uh 
Whoever the fuck they believe in, may they be with you. May God be with you. Whoever the hell. Spitting fire in the booth, but I'm not a rapper. Purple Moon Recordings episode 118. These motherfuckers is hoes. Do not let anybody steal your joy. It's Halloween. Spooky, scary skeleton. You see my fucking, my raven skull right there? My crystals and my my lamp. I hope, I want to know what you guys are going to be for Halloween next episode. I'm probably going to dress up. Just full like costume. I fucking love Halloween. It feels like I'm actually myself. Great, great fucking season. I hope that you guys have a happy holiday. Have a happy Monday. Happy Tuesday. Happy week. Get this shit going. Get this shit done. And don't let anybody ever, 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 ever tell you that you can't fucking do it. Yes, you can, bitch. You don't need, you don't need a thousand friends. You don't need a hundred people letting you know what you, what you can and can't do. You just need a few bad motherfuckers. I'm not saying a lot, just maybe one, maybe two, maybe just yourself. You never know. All you need is that one person. It could be you. It could be your stuffed animal, your hairbrush, whoever, your mama. You just need one person. To, to fucking keep you locked in and to keep you going for what you really want to do. And I promise you, you'll get it. You just got to put that work in. It's been fire in the booth, but I'm not a rapper. Purple recordings, bro. I'm Drapion, a.k.a. Devon, Devon, a.k.a. Drapion. Whatever you want to call me, it really don't matter. Uh, I love both names. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Again, I cannot fucking believe we we went a little viral on TikTok and I'm actually able to stream on there now. That's pretty sick. This is my first time ever recording a podcast live um i hope you guys stay safe i hope you guys are cool i hope you guys actually like do what you really want to do with your time and that's all i gotta say today peace and love stay up don't let nobody tell your fucking joy shut the fuck up do the work no one cares work harder let's rain can we still be friends? I won't let anyone in. You'll never see me again. All I lose us to the end. Can we still be friends? I won't let anyone in. You'll never see me again.